and welcome to Take Two Radio. I'm Pam, your host. Joining me tonight as my co-host, yes, you heard right, there's an S on there. It's not just me and David tonight. Um, We're Mm -hmm. also welcoming Carolyn with us again. Hello, guys. Oh, hello. How are you? I think we're all living, breathing, talking. Otherwise, we wouldn't be on this call, right? So that's a good start. Right. That's true. Yeah. Well, today we have the pleasure of having another duo with us. The other day we had a duo, and this is unusual for us. But they are extremely talented, mother and daughter duo, award-winning actress-producer Barbie Castro and her daughter, actress and singer Taylor Castro. Now, just a little bit about them. Barbie Castro formed Concord Films in 2011. She produced her first film, Conduit, a short in which she also starred. The film was shown at several film festivals across the country, and Barbie was recognized as Best Actress at the New York City International Film Festival, Buffalo, Niagara Film Festival, and FMPTA Crystal Reel Awards, which you'll have to tell me what that is because I don't know, (laughs) but it's a good thing. (laughs) Her first full-length feature film, Assumed Killer, was released in 2013, both internationally and in the U.S. on Lifetime Television. The film starred Barbie, Casper Van Dien, Armand Asante, and Eric Roberts. She has since gone on to produce and star in seven other films, including the most recent, Girlfriend Killer, which will premiere on Lifetime this Sunday, June 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Now, Taylor, she's 17 years old, and she's an up-and-coming young actress who has has a co-starring role in Girlfriend Killer. She is also an accomplished singer-songwriter who has just released Be Strong from the feature film Boyfriend Killer and I Got You from Girlfriend Killer. We'll be playing both of those songs for you at the end of the interview. So let's welcome Barbie and Taylor. Hi, Hello. Well. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> well, Long introduction, yeah. but it's worth it to get it out there so people know who you are. Yes, thank you very much for that. You're very so welcome. So you had a question about the FMPTA, is the Florida Motion Picture and Television Association. Crystal Rose oh. Florida. Yes. Yeah, I'm not sure when the, when I see things shortened all the time, you know, what they are for. So that's a good thing to know. <laughs> but yes. I want to say congratulations. You know, I know you won a lot of awards, and um, we'll talk about that soon. But just want to say congratulations ahead of time. Um, what I'd like to do is have my co-hosts start with their questions, and we'll go from there. Sure. Okay, so we'll start with Carolyn. Carolyn, go ahead. Hi, Barbie. How are you doing? You're a, a Floridian, I see. Yes, born and raised. Oh, where in Florida are you located? Well, I grew up in Miami, but we currently live in a town called Southwest Branches, which is about 10 minutes. West of Fort Lauderdale Beach. Oh, oh, I love Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> I'm over yeah. in St. Pete. I'm on the other coast. Oh, wow, not too far. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you. Uh, yeah, nice to meet you. Well, what a varied career uh, you have. Um, a real estate broker, an actress, yes, and a producer. <laughs> yeah, and a and a producer. 
<laughs> quite varied. Um, I know. I know. Well, I had to give up acting as a teenager to actually pay my bills, and then 15 years later I thought, well, why don't I try this one more time? And um, it was pretty much when the real estate market crashed back in, like, mid-2006, 2007, more or less. I had a lot of extra time in my hands, and um, I was helping my nephew at the time, and I thought, well, why, why I'm helping him. I might as well, you know, get into it again and see, you know, what comes of, what comes of it. But I had a different mentality now as an adult, more as a business versus an actress and, you know, who's going to book me. I had a different mentality now that I was older. And in the real estate market, I also um, built spec homes. So oh. it's very similar. When you, when, you make a move, when you make a spec home, it's very similar to actually making a movie. It's just a matter of putting a team together to build a final product. So I kind of paralleled both businesses in a way. Well, oh, Carolyn okay. did. She pretty much answered your first question. <laughs> yeah, almost, almost. I was going to say, um, can you compare the different emotions that you go through, um, like working with an actor like Armand Asante, as a, as opposed to making a sale on a real estate deal you have put your heart and soul into? So. <laughs> yeah. The work, Armand came on set and he was very, very organic and very nice and very, um, it's really incredible how when you meet actors in that setting, it's so different than when you actually see them out and you want their autograph. I mean, it still happens to me if somebody doesn't know who I am and he's a famous actor or she's a famous actor, I still don't know how to approach them. But when you actually meet them on set, it's like night and day, you know, they, they, it's a job at the end of the day and and that's, that's what we're there to do. So when we're on set, we're just very normal people. But when you see someone that, you know, you get a little starstruck, you don't know how to approach them. Um, so Armand was very nice, and he was introduced to me by Casper Van Dien, who was the first um, actor that, I, that we ever booked. So it was kind of cool um, how that happened. Oh, and, I'm not even sure um, if I your question or not. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the um, well, being a, a real estate broker and then being an actress, you said you kind of that uh, you had a little bit of lag time, so you got back to uh, acting. I guess the emotions are up and down, and um, you go through everything, whether it's a sale on a on a a real estate deal or or, or dealing, um, you know, with a with a part in a in a movie or a a show. And in that aspect, it's different, you know, in the aspect of actually creating your own product and, and making your own movie, it's very similar where they, and because everything that I do in the real estate industry is basically for myself as well, but you do have control of what you're going to buy, if you're going to rent it or sell it, or if you're going to turn around and flip it and you have the, and you can also sell it and you have control of your buyers. But in a film environment, it's very, it's, it's a lot more difficult because, um, and, well, for my first movie, for example, I made it on spec, very similar to building a home, but the difference is that I didn't know who I was going to sell it to. I didn't know the market very well. I didn't know, all I knew is that I kind of wanted to make a movie that would fit into the lifetime television network, you know. Um, so I did something very similar, but I was still very raw. And as the years go by and I learn different things but yeah in a film environment it's it's different because you never really know who's going to buy your product at least at the very beginning you know uh-huh. um, whereas with houses you know it's it's much more controlled 
you know. Yeah, you know and, that somebody eventually is going to buy that house, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, or rent it, or you have a lot of different out clauses, whereas in a film, it's, it's, it's uh, there's a lot of unknowns, and you just never really, mm-hmm. you, you know, just make one mistake with any movie, and it could still happen to me right now, where if I don't have the right niche, for that particular movie, I won't know exactly where it's going to fit in terms of who I'm going to sell it to. And right. when you give your movie to a distributor, you literally, it's like signing over the title to the house. So not only am I paying oh. for the movie, yeah, not only am I paying for the movie, once it's done, I'm literally signing over the title without really getting any money for it. So it's, it's a very, it's different in the sales side of it, which is, you know, what you mentioned in terms of sales with real estate. Whereas in real estate, you keep ownership to your title unless you sell it. You know what I mean? But in right. the movie, it's <laughs> complicated. Interesting. So I don't know. Yeah. And my it's second question, um, yeah, um, uh, you're an actor and a producer. Which um, Which do you like best? Well, I got into producing because I wanted to act. I mean, South Florida oh. is really difficult. Yeah, in South Florida, it's really difficult. Um, the type of roles that I wanted to get, um, we had a lot of under fives because even though they were filming a lot of the a lot of TV shows here in South Florida, they were basically booking the leads out of you know California. And by the time that the casting came to South Florida, it was for the under fives, and I kept. Like studying the people who under five means like actors who get less than five lines of dialogue or even just like a page or two of dialogue versus the main um, roles. And I thought, well, as when I look at myself, I see myself more as someone who would be in the main roles because I don't have a specific like I don't know. I feel like the people who are the under five have a more um, distinctive look, you know, or they stand out more so and I was very neutral in terms of my look and feel so unless I was in California I mean I just thought it would just be easier for me to just start producing my own work so that's how the acting led into producing (laughs) but you asked me if I prefer acting versus producing right so yeah yeah. quite different but uh, you decided you know what after all these after, after making all these movies at this point I almost thought I feel like I rather just produce my own work. Like I really rather just continue to do my own project. So at at this point, I think I've gotten really spoiled with the idea of being able to tell the director that I love so dearly. No, I don't know if I like it this way. I want to do it this way. Whereas if I'm doing someone else's movie, I don't know if I would feel that comfortable anymore, you know? Oh, so you're more in control. Oh, well, good for you. Good for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but I I have to put in my two cents cents here. You can't stop acting because I love no. watching your movies <laughs> you to too. Yeah. Oh so you yeah. spoiled us Thank that way as well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I like the combination of acting in my own productions. That that's been working really well for me. Um, and I could take time off with my kids, and I can take time away, you know, with my husband, and I mm-hmm. control the schedule that way, and it's very convenient for me. But yes, of right. course, um, the acting is definitely what prompted me to produce. So the acting is definitely where the where the passion lies. Right, right. Oh, Carolyn, you had a couple questions for Taylor. Why don't you go ahead and ask her? Hi, Taylor. Hi. 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 I, wanted to, 
I saw that you read um, uh, Kingdom Keepers. Uh, what did you oh, like yeah. about that? Yeah, yes, I saw that. And um, what did you like about the book? And if Disney makes it a movie, what part would you like to play? Oh, my goodness. I'm so happy you asked me this question. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow, this, this wow, feels like it's this, heaven. Yeah. Okay. So last summer, I rented, I, I bought The Kingdom Keepers, and I literally read the first book in two days because oh. I became obsessed with it. It's a whole series of ten books published by Disney Hyperion, and I read them that summer, all of them, which is a wow. lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I became, I am extremely obsessed with these books. I love them so much. Did you want to know what they're about? Did you ask me that? Sure, you can. No, why don't you go ahead and tell us, though, because I don't know what they're about. (laughs) Okay, right. What I love about the Kingdom Keepers is that it really celebrates Disney, and I am the biggest Disney fan ever that I know, really. And um, Kingdom Keepers is just a celebration for the people who love Disney, that they know all of the trivia, they know all the characters, they have all the merchandise, they read all the books, they watch all the movies. Kingdom Keepers is for those people. And it's also just an extremely interesting storyline. And it goes over so many things that I love to talk about and love to think about and um, questions that I want answered when I imagine Disney and, you know, the characters and what would happen if the characters interacted and, and all these amazing things. And the part that I would want to play is definitely, definitely Willa Angelo, who's kind of the, um, yeah, she's the booky one. She's bookish. She's very smart. She's extremely intelligent. And um, she's a little bit more timid, but she's extremely brave. And I've really, really fallen in love with her, as well as all of the other characters. And I, it's my dream to see these books come to life on the big screen. And I've really been doing everything I can to see that dream come true. And um, yeah, she's she's literally um, mailed letters to all the Disney executives, and and well, we're continuing that that path as well. So you really never know. Yeah. Oh, definitely. One of those letters can, you know, land in the right person's hand at the right time, and that's it. There you go. You know, what Disney teaches people is that your dreams can come true no matter how crazy they Mm -hmm. are, and I honestly believe that with all of my heart, and um, that's why I'm doing everything I can to see this movie become a reality and, (laughs) and praying that I get the part of Willa Angelo. Oh well, I hear the excitement in your voice, and we'll uh, we'll pray for you. That we'll we'll keep looking out for all that. Keep uh, tweeting and get the word out. <laughs> Thank you. Seriously, yeah. that means a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great that you asked. It really cool. is. It really is. <laughs> and my second question looks like you are following in your mother's footsteps. Uh, can you tell us? Um, uh, what you love about acting and what you like to write, and would you like to be a, a writer or a producer? Um, well, I love acting because you really get to celebrate the human experience and tell a story. And with stories, you can really learn a lot without feeling the price of 
you know, having to deal with those actual situations. I love examining characters and the way that life works and life mixes together and life always comes out to this kind of perfect conclusion, even when there's conflict and there's good people and there's bad people. And I love telling people stories and going over how people, yeah, how people can, you know, influence other people and, you know, how complicated life is and just the human experience. And I love examining it and I love observing it and I definitely love telling it. And um, as an actress or writer? As everything, just a storyteller. My favorite is acting, but I, um, I am definitely a writer. I love writing so much. I hope maybe in the future to become a screenwriter, possibly, as well as an actress. But... Just storytelling in general is one of my favorite, favorite things in the whole wide world. I love it so much. <laughs> well, you're quite a mature young lady. For You said 17? You're 17? Yeah, I'm 17. <laughs> well, I feel kind of old. So none of us are going to discuss age at this point. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Not with the seven, not with the seventeen-year-olds, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, thank you for your answers, no, and I wish you uh, all the best. Very, very good. Thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. And David, go ahead with your questions. Hi, Barbie. Hi. Hi. Um, While I haven't seen it performed on the stage, Agnes of God has been one of my favorite movies. What role did you play, and how has that role moved you as an actress? Oh, wow. You know, I, that was in high school. I played Mother Superior. Ooh. <laughs> Such an honor to play Mother Superior in Agnes of God. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have those moral values instilled in me. It came naturally. It was really um, a great experience. Um, and, boy, would I, I would love to do it again. I love, I mean, when I got back into acting, I thought, well, let me just do theater again. I never thought I'd actually do television. I would love to explore theater. Um, how has that uh, moved me as a, what was your question again? It's a, what role, okay, I, you answered that. What okay. role did you play and how has that role moved you as an actress? Wow. I don't, it's a, it's a tough question. I mean, it just, just in general that I'm, um, yeah. it was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but just, just the morals in general of playing a mother superior and just the Ten Commandments and just um, just being um, the best person I could be. Um, I yeah yeah I don't even know. What about it's that? tough. I, I don't even know how to answer the question. It's what about? Like I said, it's instilled in me in general. What about when you played the villain? So she's asking me when I played the villain in Patient Killer. I mean, when I played the villain, I was playing the villain for fun. I didn't even think of Agnes of God. It's one of those plays that I did so long ago that it's, you know, I hadn't even, I don't even, wow. When I hang up with you, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, 
Now yeah. I can answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is the first time in almost five years that one of us has stumped the guest. <laughs> Jump again. Sorry. Oh my God. Sorry. Agnes is so You brought that up. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> it's okay. David, why don't okay. you go ahead with your second question? <laughs> okay. Oh, man. I'm scared now. Okay. Um, <laughs> you have played with some real heavy hitters in the contemporary television and movies. Which actors made a strong influence on you in your career? Well, I mean, I love every actor that I've worked with from the beginning till now. You know, I, I love them all. I've shared wonderful memories with all of them, male, female, you know. Um, just recently, though, I've, I've worked with just Brian, Brian Gross in general that I've worked with the last couple of movies that I've had. Um He's just done so much in his career, but he's still so humble that you would never mm-hmm. know. Um, so he's the one that pops up the most in my mind because he's just – because understand that not only working with him but also producing, I also know the back-end stuff of the special requests and things like that. So some of that could be a little tainted for me as a producer and also an actress. But when you have an actor that comes and he's very organic and he's very um, takes care of himself and basically doesn't ask for much and he's just there to do a great job and be around and I mean it, it's refreshing not only as an actress but also as a producer, um, you know. But uh, again, there's been so many wonderful actors and I love them all. So, but the one that just pops up in my mind right now is Brian Bruce. That's that's good. You have like a, you had like a positive influence from every single one of them, and that that creates like a good working environment. <laughs> well, if I didn't, I wouldn't tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, no, and we wouldn't want you to. <laughs> no. Not live on air, anyhow. <laughs> Funny. Yes. would you like to do? I would like to try comedy. I think I'm actually pretty funny even though I don't ever do comedy because I don't know where to sell it. I don't they say it's really hard to translate, so um yeah, I would love to try comedy. Huh. I think you would be good at it. Yeah. You know, you can just tell from watching you, you know, and certain actors that they can do just about anything. They have that type of personality. It just kind of like radiates off the the screen. And I think you could do comedy and I can think I think you can do anything that you want to do. You are so sweet. Thank you so much. It's so nice to hear. I really appreciate that. You're very welcome and I mean every word of it. Thank you. <laughs> David. Yeah, one more for Taylor. <laughs> for me? Okay. Taylor, yep. 
yeah. says, how were you chosen to do Kill Him with Kindness, the Kill Him with Kindness cover for Selena Gomez? Oh, um, well, I just, I really wanted to do a cover, but I was kind of having a problem because it had to be a cover of popular music, and I really just didn't like any of the popular music at the time. And when Selena Gomez came out with Kill Him With Kindness, I really, really loved the message, and I just really wanted to do it, and I told my mom, and we made it happen. And <laughs> that's how we did it. And it was a really, really fun time, and I really loved yeah. the song in the video. And it has it has a different melody, right, than the original? Oh, yes. We, we changed the melody of it. We went to... Um, we no no his son Chris Price. We went to Chris Perez and he did Price. the music. What is Chris it? Price. We we contacted Rudy Perez, who's a producer here in South Florida, and his son did all the the musical composition for it. And then we did the the cover. So. Yeah. Well, you Chris girls Price. are unstoppable. I know. <laughs> yes, they are. They are. I tend to I tend to see things like, well, this is what I want to do, and then I approach it from a business perspective. Like, who do I call to get it done, and or right. more so, like, who can I hire to get it done? And that's my mentality for for it, and it's worked really well for me. Um, I, I also wanted to say because you didn't ask me about about the actual team in general. You asked me about the actors, but I. I wanted to say that the team that I've been working with lately, and I love, again, I love everybody that I've ever worked with, but the team that I've worked with lately um, to put Boyfriend Killer, Girlfriend Killer, and Killer Island together have been really an amazing team of of uh, individuals that have helped me basically on set. Everybody's, the synergy is really wonderful, and I just wanted to give a shout-out to them. <laughs> Aww. I'm yeah, sure they appreciate that. <laughs> it's always good to hear. You know, it helps build their confidence as well. Thank you. And it's well, not I so guess much, I'll go. Not so much that the, go it's ahead. Not so much that the first team wasn't great. It's just that the synergy was, there was always like some, just this particular team, there just seems that everybody's just happy and loving and love what they do. And they're, and it just, it just, it's just a joy to get up in the morning and go work with that, with this team. It, yeah, and you have to enjoy what you do. Otherwise, you know, you just really keep hitting that snooze, you know, <laughs> yeah. in the morning. <laughs> and then you have to think, well, it's time to move on to something else. But I think you're in the right place. So that's a good thing. So I'm going to go ahead with my questions. And first of all, I'd like to acknowledge that you won six Best Actress Awards for Conduit in the 2011 Film Festival Circuit. <clears throat> Excuse me. And that's an amazing achievement. What was your first reaction when you won the first award to the sixth one? I mean, my reaction is always the same. I'm just very appreciative and, and grateful and thankful. Um, the first one was the New York City International Film Festival. It was just such an and the event in general was so incredible and and um, I, it was just such an honor coming from 
you know, hey, I want to be an actress again. Let me just, and then saying, telling my husband, hey, babe, I want to, I want to produce something. And him saying, well, can you do a, a short movie before we do a, a feature film? And I said, sure. And then I had a friend, Robert Herrick, that wrote Conduit for me. And, and then I called Alan Darnay, who happens to be the director right now for the last three movies I've done. I said, Alan, can, can you help me with this? I don't know how to produce. And then coming, uh, seeing it full circle and submitting it to the film festivals and getting Best Actress Award was just, you know, a cherry on top. It was just such an incredible experience, something I'll never forget. I'll never forget. And I went to all of the film festivals where I got a Best Actress Award, and um, it was just a great journey. I, I just can't even imagine being in your shoes. I would be like so overwhelmed with everything, but yet grateful at the same time. So I can only imagine. It, yeah, it's, it's a little surreal. And, and again, this is in the the short film category, but still, just the same. Stephen Bowers was at was at the International Film Festival when I was there, and you know they were getting awards for the best actors in the feature length films, but. The way that they treated us, um, the red carpet event, the, the before and after, I mean, it was just incredible. It was just an incredible experience. And yeah. Yeah. Well, congratulations, and I'm sure you have many more coming for you. Um, Thank you. As I said, you're welcome. As I said before that, I love your Lifetime movies, and I wanted to know where the idea came from to have, quote, unquote, the killer series. Um, for the channel and how you chose some of our favorite soap actors to be in them. Well, I've been a soap opera star. I mean, not star, soap opera fan of Days of Our Lives since I was like 11 years old. I used to record Days of Our Lives on a VHS. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so Days of Our Lives actors just kind of fell into place recently. Um, but the the killer title, actually, I've had so many amazing mentors through the years, of course, you know. Um, and I remember we did Assumed Memories was my first movie, Assumed Memories. And we changed the name to Assumed Killer because a friend, well, he's a mentor, but he's been a great help and, and guide for me, Pierre David, who's done, I don't know, like, I don't know, he has... I want to say over a hundred movies of which a lot of them are on lifetime. Um, you know, the perfect, this, the perfect, that. Um, Mm -hmm. so he was my mentor and he says, I don't like the name assumed memories. Why don't you do like Fort Lauderdale serial killer or something like that? That's more in line with what the movie's about. And then I thought, well, why don't I just do assumed killer? And that was that. And then from that point on, I kind of liked the killer theme. So then I was like, patient mm-hmm. killer, boyfriend killer, girlfriend killer. And now it's like a branding image for my company. So I think I'm going to keep the killer title, the killer in the title, a little longer. Yeah, and that way every time we see that, we know it's a movie by you and we're definitely going to watch it. So yeah. <laughs> that's oh, a good thing, that. too. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's the idea, although I do see that other people are using killer in their title as well lately. Yeah, so, well, they're just copycats. We know better, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Do, do you find it complicated at any time to wear so many hats at one time when you're making one of your movies? 
it's it's not easy, but like I said, the team that I have now um, really takes a lot of that workload away from me. Well, it's the the production the production team in general has always been great. They always take the workload off of me, especially when I'm on set. I mean, I forget anything that has to do with bookkeeping or or flights or anything that I you know that I was doing before in pre-production is easily just wiped out and taken out of my responsibilities as soon as I'm on set. Um, but yeah, I, I guess for I guess I've just really gotten really good at multitasking, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, after seven really movies, I would imagine it gets easier with time. Yeah, well, if it was just movies, but remember, I still have the the real estate side of my life too. Just just yeah. this week, my book, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say my bookkeeper no longer works for me, so I've actually been doing accounting this week. So yeah, I think I have a lot of different hats. I don't know how. I'm like I'm about to just I'm about to just like explode. <laughs> <laughs> well, Taylor, I think you better take up bookkeeping too. So <laughs> yeah. there's another one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what she wants to do, but <laughs> it's hard for me to even get her to scan a document for me so I could file it in my virtual folder. Oh no. I don't know how to do that. Sometimes it's just easier to play down mom, what? Me? I don't know. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I noticed that Patient Killer was directed by Casper Van Dien, um, who is another very talented actor, producer, and director. Did you know him beforehand, um, before he acted in your movies and then eventually directed? I did not know him before he came to the set uh, for Assumed Killer, but by the Mm -hmm. time we did Patient Killer, yes, I knew him. And he happened to be in Florida, and I happened to be looking for a director, and I knew he wanted to start directing. And I was like, you're here. You want to direct Patient Killer? He's like, yes, but I got to leave. Like, in a month, I'm like, so that means we have to film it, like, in a couple of weeks? And he's like, yes. So pre-production started, and we felt we we got everything ready within two weeks. We were filming the movie Patient Killer. I had the script. I just was looking, you know, just looking for a director, and because he happened to be in Florida, we really pushed to film that um, that movie when he was here. It was such a great experience, always working with Casper. He's such a delight to have on set. Um, so much fun to be around, and he has so much energy, and he was such a great director for Patient Killer. And he brought out so many great performances in every one. I just love and adore anything that he does. So I'm so happy to see, you know, that he's part of your your films and that. And even if he's behind the scenes, I know he's going to do a fantastic job. He He's great, and he has a beautiful family. They come to the set sometimes, so that's really nice. Like, you know, um, but, I mean, again, when I start naming one person, then I start thinking of all the other wonderful people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. you know, he introduced me to Patrick. He also introduced me to Patrick Muldoon, who's also amazing. And then Patrick introduced yeah. me to Kate Nancy, who's also yeah. amazing. And it's like it's just a um, snowball effect. They're all really wonderful people, and I consider them friends and colleagues. So. Yeah, we love them all because all of us here yeah. – love days of our lives, so we know who each and every person is, you know. Um, so I, Cass, I forgot that Tim 
that uh, you played uh, Kate's mother, correct? No, I played um, the protagonist and boyfriend killer, and Kate was the villain. Oh, okay. She okay. killed my son. She killed my right. son and boyfriend. Right. right. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> How was it working? Yeah, out? Again, Kate. The three Kate was really that. psychotic in that movie. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> she was great, and then there's, and then you also feel sorry for her at certain points. And Alan Durkin right. directed the movie, and he was fantastic. And John Challenger did an amazing job with the cinematography. So, and and another cinematographer that's amazing is Bernard Salzman because he did Patient Killer and Assume Killer. He's just fantastic cinematographer as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was, you did feel sorry for her because you could see that she was the way she was because of her father. So, and the way she had been treated by him. So, yeah, yeah. very, very good, very good storytelling. I mean, it really takes you on so many emotions. And uh, again, I just love your movies. That's all there is to it. Thank you. Those were written by Christine Conrad. That's the boyfriend killer. Was I'm sorry, it? I'm just getting a shout out the. The Boyfriend Killer, Girlfriend Killer, and Killer Island were written by Christine Conrad. She's an amazing writer as well. Yeah, She's definitely. Well, let her know we loved it, so. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> to yeah. continue on. Um, yeah, keep them coming. <laughs> Taylor, I have a couple questions for you. Yeah. Um, how do you separate daughter-mom mode to working with work mom? Hmm. Good question. Well, you know, my mom, when I'm on the set with my mom, it's actually really, really nice because um, it's much more comfortable. And there's really no difference between my mom when she's on set and when she's just, you know, being normal. My mom doesn't really have, like, like, a very motherly sense to her. She's very friendly with my sister and I, and, you know, it's much more comfortable than I feel like most relationships with their moms are. So when I'm on set with my mom, other than, like, the occasional her looking at me like I'm, like, a baby when I say something a little bit <laughs> so wise or something, and that gets a little bit, you know. I can't but, help it. But, um... <laughs> For the most part, it's really nice working with my mom, and there's really not much of a difference between her um, all the time and her when she's on set. So it's, I'm, I'm very lucky to have that opportunity. Definitely. I think, Barbie, I want you to be my mom. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I wish I had more of a... I wish, I wish I I guess we always, we really have always treated our children more like adults and, you know, teaching them right from wrong and letting them know that there's consequences that they have to suffer if there's a choice that they make that wasn't the right choice. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. what she means by that, but I think I'm a little nurturing. I'm super nurturing. Yeah. I think. But she means like Martha Stewart type that goes and, goes and cooks and, you know, prepares these meals and, and makes cookies and homemade cookies. That I definitely don't do. I'm too yeah. busy making movies. Right. <laughs> well, you have craft services for that, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
what were you saying? Oh, Taylor's a great cook. I was going to say she could cook for me. She's a great cook, you know. Well, sometimes that works out better then, you know. It's just like when the, the wife works and the husband's at home, he's got to take over doing the cooking and stuff like that. And if Taylor can help you out in that regard, then more power to her. <laughs> yes. So, Taylor, you have a beautiful voice, and I'm wondering if you took lessons or is that something that comes naturally for you? Thank you. Um, I did take lessons. I did take lessons um, starting in sixth grade. I took lessons with a woman named Beth, and she definitely helped me um, get my voice together much more. But um, there were definitely a lot of breaks when I did not um, practice on my voice just with a teacher. I just did it myself. Um, and I've never been in chorus in school or anything like that because I've always just loved to sing and I love to do it kind of more solo style. Mm-hmm. But I, I have had two teachers. I've had two singing coaches, and I want I want to um, I want to have another one because I think that it's important to always work on your craft and always be improving on what you do. You know, no matter how good you think you are, it's very important. So we're we've been looking for you know, someone else to help me, to help me with my singing. So, yeah. Yeah, and and I totally agree with that in regards to having, you know, keeping your voice in practice and that because I've, I've interviewed tons of different bands and singers and that, and that's one thing that they have said time and time again, that it's not something that you learn once and put it to the side. And, you know, then just continue on. You have to keep learning and practicing to keep it going strong, Absolutely. I guess. Absolutely. That's true for acting as well. Yeah. It's it's true with everything. Yeah. It's definitely. Well, you wrote and sang the song, I Got You, for the movie Girlfriend Killer. How did yeah. you write this? song for the movie did you read the whole script or did you just get into the role and then write it oh well well, I definitely read the script um for sure and I was playing Ava of course so I read it and I knew it like the back of my hand and when we were filming I came we had already finished recording my entire album with our producer, Willie Perez. And Willie Perez always co-writes with me, and we're a good team. And we had finished making the album, and I came up with the idea that we should make a small little song for the movie Girlfriend Killer. And my mom at first, she was like, oh, I don't know if we can, but then when we had like one week left of filming, she surprised me, and she said, surprise, we're going to do it. So I got really excited, and Willie Perez came over. And normally he has, like, um, uh, the whole score done before we start writing. But this time he brought his guitar, and he came up with a little beat. And we literally wrote this song in two hours, which was extremely fast as compared to the other songs we wrote. And it was because I knew what I wanted. I knew that I wanted it to be a song that could relate to any relationship, not just a romantic relationship, but 
between any character, between, you know, Ava and Carmen, which is my mom's character, or between mm-hmm. Carmen and her boyfriend, which is played by Brian, or anything like that. Right, right. So, and it, and do, it works, definitely worked for the film, so I'm so happy that you were able to do that. Yeah. Thank it was, you. It was cute. So, like, the first day that we were shooting um, – the unit production manager, Carol, she brought a ukulele. I don't know how to pronounce it. Ukulele. Ukulele. Yeah. And the, the, the kid that plays um, her boyfriend in the movie was just playing it, and they were having fun on set with it. And they looked, and I was like, well, this should be in the movie. Like, this should be a scene in the movie. It wasn't scripted that they were writing a song at the beginning of the movie. It was scripted that they were just hanging out waiting for mom to pick her up. Right, so then, right. I mean, yeah, no, in the movie we ended up doing what we did, but originally it was scripted to where she was just waiting for her mom in the parking lot. But Taylor and him, Taylor and James looked so cute rehearsing or playing with the ukulele that we decided to add it as part of the movie. But I, it took me a while, like Taylor said, to settle with that idea because I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to just make a movie, I mean, a song right now out of nowhere, you know, like, so <laughs> the I know. At the very last minute, I called Willie. I'm like, Willie, I need a song for this movie. And he's like, I'll come over tomorrow. And then the next day, they were filming that scene. So it was great. It was, yeah, it, it happened very fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing you have a lot of talented people around, so you make things happen quickly and, and very professionally as well. Um, Taylor, you also sang uh, Be Strong in Boyfriend Killer. So is this something you'd like to do more for the movies and TV? Or I know that your mom mentioned to me you have, is it one song coming out or is it your album that's coming out this month? Right. I think as the movies are coming out, we're actually releasing the singles surrounding the movie. Okay, right. Um, Because the record label... PMA Records, which is Positive Mental Attitude, that's what it stands for. Um, we did we opened that record label for my daughter, my nephew, my niece, who I also represent as artists, so they can have an album and two EPs, one for each of them. And then now I, I was like, oh my god, I don't know what to do with these songs. They can't just sit in my hard drive doing nothing. So right. as I produce movies, I start popping the songs into the movies, and that's how that happened. Yeah, so we have 10 songs, 10, 11, we have 10 songs, yeah, and we've been making them throughout, like, the past two years, almost, yeah, Yeah, two years, so um, Be Strong was a song written by King David and produced by Rudy Perez, and Mm -hmm. because it fits so well in the movie, my mom decided to use it for that movie, so that one was a little bit of a different process, like, putting it on the but... Yeah, all in all, we have 11, and some are going to be released as singles, and some are going to be um, released as an album. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out the whole um, record label business, so I'm just taking it one day at a time and doing the best that I can with that. It's a a really complicated industry, to say the least. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think anything you do in the entertainment business is is not easy, but you make it seem like it is. So uh, I, I have no doubt that you'll get that music out there as well. Thank you. Um, I'm You're actually welcome. working on a script right now where I could put some of these songs in there and feature them a little bit better. 
See, More there like you a go. High school sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're working on so that. To, I I hope that we get to hear more of her music, um, whether it be in your movies or other movies. You know, it just doesn't matter because she has a voice that needs to be heard. So keep going. Yeah, very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And, Taylor, where would you like to be in your career in the next five years? Do you have a plan, or do you take each day as it comes? Ooh, um, I do have a plan, but... I'm reluctant to say it because it kind of makes me sound a little bit crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I'm definitely steering a little bit more into the acting industry, but I would also love to do the music that we've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit of both, but like I said, you know, it's my dream um, – to see the King of Keepers movie come to life, and that's that's the part that makes me sound a little bit crazy. But, yeah. Um, yeah, but that is my dream, and that is where I dream of seeing myself in five years. Um, but definitely, yes, but definitely on the same path I'm in now. You know, just a little bit farther mm-hmm. down on the path I'm in right now is where I see myself in five years. So... The same people, you know, yeah. Yeah, and I think you'll do it, too, so there's no issue there. Just keep dreaming and making it happen at the same time. And with your mom behind you, uh, hello, Disney. Uh, Taylor, (laughs) 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 Now, I was snooping on your mom's Facebook page, and I saw that you sent out your first autograph pic from Girlfriend Killer. What did that feel like for you? (laughs) That was amazing, you know, especially to the person we were sending it to, her name's Beth, and she's a two-time cancer survivor, so she's extremely inspirational, and she said that she listens to Be Strong on her way to work every morning. Mm. And um, that meant a lot because I don't really have any any fans yet. So to have her say that she she really cares about what I'm doing and that it, it inspires her. I think you have no, I don't. <laughs> well, for her to say that it inspires her and means something to her, we just wanted to give her that gift, and it was really really incredible signing. You know, a picture of me. <laughs> it was very <laughs> cool. Yeah. It was very, very cool, and I really, I really enjoyed doing it. Uh, well, I'm sure you'll have many more that you'll be sending out, and I do believe that you have fans. I know that you have fans <laughs> in us, but also that there are other fans out there. You know, they just might not be as vocal yet, so <laughs> just wait. It's coming. Well, you know, <laughs> as soon as I posted that on Facebook, I got a lot of people asking me for her autograph as well, so maybe yeah. I just didn't There you go. Me. Well, Barbie, what advice, if any, did you give your daughter when she chose her career path? I like I want her to stay humble. I was a I was a child singer and actress as well. By the time I was sixteen I was burnt out. It's never too late. You could take a break. No, you know, my husband told me one day, what are you going to quit? A fork is a fork is a fork. Whether you use it today or you use it 10 years from now, <laughs> you, know, you, can't, you can't 
stop being a fork. So she's an artist. She's great. There's no rush. Enjoy the journey. You know, um, and that's the fun part. It's just doing what you love, taking your time, enjoying the journey. And, you know, things will come. And just consistently, you know, keep pursuing it if that's what you want to do. I'm here. Um, I also... I also think it's very important for her to realize that even though, yes, it is her career and she and she also has to be more humble and, and listen to constructive criticism. She can't just go into mm-hmm. a set and think she knows it all. She has to, you know, be able to to deal with all kinds of personalities and people out there. And we all do, right? We all do. Right. So it's right. a very important lesson that everyone has to learn, especially like it, as, as a producer, it's tough for me to deal with screenwriters and things like that, not just screenwriters, not the ones that I've ever dealt with. I'm just saying in general, there's people mm-hmm. that it's hard for them to hear constructive criticism. And it's so important for you to be able to grow. And when something stings you, it's because you might have already thought of that and you were kind of hoping nobody would ever tell you. You know, right. so it's important for me to, to hear. I send my, my stuff to my worst critics because I want the most blunt, honest opinion of anything, whether it's the first cut, whether it's the script, whatever it is. So she needs to, not just her, but my other daughter as well. You have to be open to constructive criticism and humble. Always stay humble. So important right. and appreciative. Right. Yeah, you can't take it personal. You just have to keep it on a professional level when they give you the criticism that will actually help you. So I totally agree with that. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, you mentioned Killer Island. Is this a new movie coming out, or did I miss that one? (laughs) We just filmed it in May in North Captiva Island, and it should be released first quarter 2018. Oh, that long? Come on, girl. No, I know. (laughs) They take about six months, realistically, from the time you film it to the time they're released, you know? Yeah. Mhm. I know. Can you it sounds, it give sounds us, like you're doing. You Go ahead. Go ahead, Carolyn. <laughs> it sounds like you're doing a lot of filming in uh, Florida. I think that's what I bring to the table. Just the like a Floridian vibe to it. Not so much a Floridian vibe, but just like the whole Miami vibe to my movies. I think that's that's what I bring to the table, or what my production company brings to the table. It's just a different flair. You know, because all the other movies are filmed in Canada or in California, but it's kind of cool to see what happens or the type of people that live in in Miami or Fort Lauderdale and the beaches over here and the locations over here and just different ideas, you know. So Killer Island, because I used to go to, I've been going to North Captiva for 20 years. We go every year for oh. a weekend. <laughs> I always so thought, well, what if there's a there. killer that lives on this island and he's just hiding out from oh, yeah. the world? Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> you've been wanting to make well, this a- movie for... Ever. Yeah, really? I've been wanting to make that movie for a long time because I always thought, who would live on an island, you know? Just live on an island full time. You have to, you can't get there in a car. You have to go in a ferry. And then, and uh, so Christine Conrad was nice enough to write me an awesome script about a killer who kind of lives on an island. Killer island. So, yeah. yeah. And she lived on that island for a month filming this movie. <gasps> you did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were there for a month. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful. 
Is it wow. is it co- more cost effective in Florida than uh, Canada, California? The, that's that's usually the reason that they go to different locations, correct? Yeah, well, there are states that offer tax incentives, but Florida doesn't. And for me, I just I, I'm just home. You know, I, the team mm. is here. The team yeah. is here. Um, I don't know how much it costs to film in California or Canada. I've never even no. looked into it. Yeah, but as you said, you live there, so that makes everything a lot easier just to do it from there, and you don't have to travel that far. I can understand that. Yeah, and and again, without the team that I currently have, it would be so much harder too. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ride this team as long as I can. As long yeah. as I want to work with you, I want to work with them. <laughs> there you go. Bring the business. Bring the business to Florida. <laughs> you know. For sure. So great locations, and what I think we've got the four top beaches now, and I don't know in the world. Going to Captiva Island was a lot of fun with the team. It was definitely stressful, and some of the days were long, and you know it was very hot. Um, but it was really, it was great to just be able to go to sleep and wake up in the same exact location that we're filming in, and you know, so that part of it was was great. Can you tell us anything about Killer Island, like, and who's in it, or do we have to wait for that? Because I know a lot of times you can't talk about things ahead of time. No, that's that's been already released. That's all on IMDb already. Um, Killer Island is about uh, – my character goes to, to the island with my husband, you know, again, played by Brian Gross, and basically he had cheated on me in the past. And we go to this island to try to reconnect and see if we're going to save our marriage. And I, my character has been going to the island for, you know, since I was a child, but I hadn't been there in a long time because my sister supposedly passed away in this island. But I wanted to basically reconnect with my roots and also bring my husband to this island to see if we can fix our marriage. While we get there, we obviously come across somebody who, you know, a killer who lives on the island, and then right. we go through this whole journey <laughs> mm-hmm. where my character, instead of concentrating on fixing my marriage, I end up concentrating on trying to figure out if this guy's a killer or not. So that's basically that. In terms of actors, we have um, again Jordy Viasuso. He's also on Days of Our Lives. Great uh, person. Love Jordy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. sorry. And he's a great person. <laughs> I know, mm-hmm. and he's a beautiful person. Super fun to hang out with. So we have Jordy, we have Brian Gross, we have his wife, JT King, who actually played Dina. Um, uh-huh. We have Miguel Faza. Miguel Faza plays, the, you know, one of the one of the killers on the island. I mean, that's going to be disclosed at the first five seconds of the movie, anyway. Miguel Faza is also one of the artists that I represent uh, with PMA Records. He's also a singer. Um, and then we have, oh my God, Jackie Moore. It's also fabulous. And then um, I think I've said all of the main characters. And then we have mm-hmm. uh, Carol Wood, who plays the detective, who's fabulous. He's also the unit production manager. And um, I don't know. Do you want me to say the rest of the cast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> you lost me at Jordy Villasuso, and and of course I love yeah. Brian too. But I mean, we've had Jordy on here on our show, David, what three or four times now? I think it is. Yeah, 
Oh, wow. About, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just That's adore awesome. him. He's just wonderful. Such a I sweetheart. Agree. Oh, my gosh. So very well-mannered. We also had Brian Patrick Clark um, in this in Killer Island as well. He's from um, most known for One Tree Hill. He was fabulous. Also retired in the state of Florida and basically was available. And we're like, come on! He was really awesome. <laughs> I I didn't watch like, One Tree Hill, but his name Brian Patrick G-H. Clark. You said right. That name sounds familiar to me. General Hospital. Is that, okay, that, all right, that's it. Was he the bad guy or something, David? Um, it was before me. What? Oh, um, Grant. Well, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I knew I knew that name from somewhere. <laughs> you don't always. He, Grant Alexander. That's who he was, right? No, 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 Grant. Grant, um, what was his last name? Oh, well, we're getting off subject enough. here, but I know who he is. <laughs> yeah, we're getting off. And eight is enough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. the Bold and the Beautiful. Here he was a series regular on the Bold and the Beautiful and as well. And the Beautiful, too, but I, yeah. I knew him from eight is enough. But I recognize oh, he, him paid, he played well. Storm Logan. Okay, yeah. See? Sometimes you don't always connect the names with the actors because you're so used to seeing them play a, a certain character. Well, at least it was for me before I started doing these shows. You know, I would just see somebody I liked watching, and that was it. I never really looked more into who they were behind the scenes, you know. And yeah. I've done that so much more now, and now I can connect names with you know, actors that played certain characters that I loved for many years or in a movie or something like that. So that's a good thing about doing this show. I've learned so much (laughs) about uh, different things in entertainment and about the people, the actors that I love. So that's And then I get to talk to them like you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Very grateful that you have us on, on your show today. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. So I want to mention to our listeners again that Girlfriend Killer is on Sunday, June 18th, um, and that's on Lifetime TV, correct? Yep, on Lifetime. They have the Lifetime Movie Network, and then they just have Lifetime. So Lifetime is the main one, and then Lifetime Movie Network is their sister channel. Yeah, I, when I say Lifetime TV, that's my way of differentiating between that and Elmen. <laughs> yeah. exactly. so that's why I said TV on that. But, yeah, like, um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's on TV at too. 8 p.m. Eastern. So be sure to watch that. It has, of course, Barbie and Taylor, but it also has uh, Jason Cook, who played on Days of Our Lives and General Hospital. Yeah. So, he was yeah. fabulous. And that yeah. that movie has Corin Nemec and Dina Meyer as well. Yeah, yeah, Dina Meyer. Oh my gosh, I I adore mm. her as well. I love all of her work. Even what is it called now? I forget because it's not something I normally watch the sci-fi stuff with Casper Van Dien. Starship yep. Troopers. Oh, Starship. Is that Starship Troopers? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I even watched that series because um, 
we had Casper on the show as well, and oh. also my, an ex-host, co-host of mine and friend, Sabina. Her and I run Team Van Dean for Casper. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. On Twitter, oh. yeah. Yep, that's us. That's, cool. <laughs> that's very cool. Wow. Yeah, so I watched it, and, uh, it, you know, it's, it's not my taste for movies, but, you know, it was pretty good, especially I think it was the <laughs> the the second one, I think, um, where they're all naked. <laughs> oh, God, you know, I, I, I had never seen Starship Troopers, so, but they have a huge following, and people love it, so... It's, it's yeah. been an incredible journey for them with Morning. that. And Patrick Muldoon's also in that movie. And so yeah. is yep. Richard Berge. Yep. And yep. Richard Berge, too, who was in Patient yep. Killer. All these people I met through Casper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, see, that's how they, they have, like, a, you know, a cult following with that. So, And that's how, if you keep doing these killer movies, I, I think that's how it's going to end up for you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the really, really, and that's a good thing, though. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> Wait, how? Yeah. No, I, I'm sorry. I missed what you said. I didn't hear what you said. I'm sorry. Oh, I said if you keep making the killer movies, it's gonna, you're going to end up with like the quote unquote cult falling, like Su- Starship Troopers has. Oh, you yeah, know, in those no, types of amazing. movies. Yeah. yeah, that would be amazing. Oh, I, I, absolutely. Are you kidding? I would love that. That's great. Yeah, yeah, a lot of- yeah, and I bet you do have a lot of them right now. Um, but if you keep making them, and and I'll tell you what, I'm gonna give you one little clue to how I started watching you uh, and your movies because although I love Lifetime movies and I watch as many as I can. The first thing that catches my eye when I don't know anybody else that's acting in that movie is one of the soap actors. And then mm-hmm. I don't care what I don't care what, what what the movie is about, but that'll make me watch it. <laughs> and that's how I, you know, then find like you and your daughter and whoever else is on in the movies and then I start following those movies. So with all the soap fans in the world, we are very very loyal to our actors yeah. whether whether they're still on or they're, you know, ex-actors of, of daytime TV soaps and whatever, we follow them wherever they go. So there you go. <laughs> but you probably know that. <laughs> I mean, I didn't until until now. No, I didn't know that that's how you found it. Yeah. I thought it was just, yeah. No, that's great. And I'm, and I'm grateful to work with them. And I'm also a loyal soap fan. I still, I still DVR Days of Our Lives every single day. It's been uh, more than 30 years. Oh, yeah, she I can't believe, like, Bo, you know who I love, Brian DeTillo, by the way? I don't know why, I just love him. I love oh, my music. gosh. Yeah. So awesome, <laughs> so awesome. And, I, and um, Bo Brady, I looked up his age, and I couldn't believe how old Peter Reckle is, and I'm like, he looks yeah, the same yeah. as he did 30 years ago. <laughs> I'm like, what do these people do to stay looking so young? It's incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. How old is he? I think he's, he's in his 60s. Yeah. <gasps> no yeah. way. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I mean, that's oh what it says gosh. on IMDb. I believe it. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they do look great. Um yeah. and I have to agree with you. Brian Dottillo is one of my favorites. Um you can ask David. I we had him on the show yeah. for a few minutes when they were talking about an event that they were doing. And I yeah, I, I had to prepare my I, I had to prepare myself to be professional once I got on air, but beforehand I'm like jumping up and down, Brian to tell us gonna be on yes. <laughs> You know, there's something so raw about his performances and also his character, how it's so, he just catches people and he doesn't, yeah. believe, you know, he's not, he's not the dumb, you know, he's not dumb. His characters are very, his character is always um, very intuitive and, and he doesn't like to be taken for a fool. And I just love that about, about Lucas and he was right. his best friend back in the day when they were both little villains. I, there's just something about him that I just love who he is on, on Days of Our Lives, and I'm assuming he's like that in real life, but I don't know. I mean, and I also love, um, um, I also love uh, Adrian. What's her name? Oh, my God, the blonde girl. I just went blank right now. Adrian? Judy Adrian? Adrian? Zucker. Zucker, yes. Oh, oh, oh Arian yeah. Zucker. Okay, Arian yeah. Arian Zucker. Arian yeah. Zucker, yes. Yes, I blanked out for a second. I love her too. So those are yeah. those are on my list of Days of Our Lives actors I'd like to work with someday. Oh, so we'll please see. do, please do. <laughs> I mean, um, Arian is leaving. You know, days. Well, I think she's already left, and she's just got stuff that's still filming. Uh, still, she's got one more week. What, I think one more week. Okay. Wow. Still, Arian mm-hmm. is the word I was looking for. Um, yeah. But she's done some Lifetime movies as well, and um, uh, she's doing Ladies of the Lake stuff like that. And yeah, Ladies of the Lake she did, and uh, you got to get her. You got to get her. I love her yeah. too. Yeah, Nicole. Her. She's available. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure she would take you up on it if the time, you know. If she has time, why am I losing my words? I don't know, but I guess I get I excited too about talking about what, who may be coming up on the next Barbie Castro movie. I know. I Barbie, you know. Barbie, back to uh, branding. Do you uh, do you have your own hashtag yet? For these movies? These kills. No, you, you do. She does. Oh, I have a Barbie Castro, the I Am Barbie Castro, but I don't think, do I have that? I, I oh, don't know I okay. Well, don't you know need to I look in. <laughs> well, you need to um, get into branding and do something with the killer movies because uh, anytime you post on Twitter or you post on uh, Facebook, you hashtag, and that'll get you a lot of uh, traction. Yeah, well, I find all of the tweets by hashtagging girlfriend killer or hashtagging boyfriend killer, and it's kind of cool. And then I'll message people like that. I think that's how I met Pam. I message people and I say thank you for watching or things like that. You know. Yeah, but, uh, it's important too. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, oh, we did God. everything out in the open. <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> social media is tough. It's a lot of work. It's a full-time job just to you know be on the social media. You know. Oh, I know, I know. And as you've seen last night, I posted on Instagram because I keep forgetting I have that because I'm I'm always on Twitter. 
So <laughs> it's like in the middle of the night, I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't put it on Instagram. And then I'm yeah. looking you up, Barbie, and there's two of you. So I just tagged both of you. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. That was my problem. I was looking for <laughs> <laughs> They're both me. They're both me, just like Taylor has too as well. We have the the business account as well as the personal. Um so yeah, they're both us. So thank you. Okay. Yes, I saw that. Okay. I reposted it. Yeah, I saw that too. That was my first repost, so thank you for that. <laughs> You're welcome. You know, by the way, Jordy Viasuso taught me about reposting. I was like, How do you repost something? He's like, there's an app for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. As a matter of fact, I just got an app for that, you know, because I didn't know how you guys did that either because there's, like, nothing to click on that says share, you know. And exactly. so I looked on in my Google Play Store and I, you know, put it in there and I pulled one up. I don't know if it's the same one everybody else has, but it works. So that's all that matters. Right, That's right. That's very cool. <laughs> I, it's very cool. I love the I love the repost app. It's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. So we'll let you go now, but I want to thank you both for taking the time out of your busy schedules to speak with us tonight. It was a lot of fun. I'm oh, going yes. to play we both songs for our our customers. Our customers, our listeners. <laughs> Where the heck the customers come from? <laughs> oh my gosh! Thank you for having us. It was a pleasure, and I always hang up and say, "Gosh, did I forget to mention someone? Did I say something wrong?" And so, just a little disclosure there to everybody I've worked with. I love you all, and thank you for being a part of the Concord Films family and. Taylor and I love you guys. So thank, thank you so you. much. I had such a good time, and you guys asked such good questions. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We love having you. Yeah. Thank you. Definitely come back thank another time. Yes, and if you guys are ever in Florida, please let me know. In, in Fort Lauderdale, I'd love to take you out for coffee or something. Ah, so. uh, thank you. Yeah, we can have a meet. We can have a meet and greet. Yeah, well, I think you'll meet Carolyn before you'll meet me and David, but one day, yeah. hopefully. Yes, I think uh, I think on your uh, bio, I think you were over here uh, in St. Pete um, not too long ago. Um, it looked like you were at the Grand Plaza on St. Pete Beach. I'm not sure. Maybe. Yeah. Grandpa. I think there were, yeah, a picture of your family. It looked very familiar. I said, oh, must have been visiting over here. I know. We got to do a killer in St. Petersburg movie. Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> no, let me know. I'll there you there. go. I'll be there. <laughs> we'll network somehow, and maybe you can get T-shirts. Uh, uh, Pam said something about customers. Maybe you can get um, killer T-shirts done. <laughs> oh, my yeah, gosh. We had someone show up on set, one of our stunt coordinators, Wamba Phil, showed up on set one day with a box of Killer Crew T-shirts. It was so awesome. It was just so oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah they're, they're, it was for boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you might be onto something. <laughs> yeah. For the fans. Yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. Well, thank you very much. All right. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. 
Thank been lots you. of fun. Now I want to hear Taylor's songs on the radio. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right, here we go. First song I'm going to play is I Got You by Taylor Castro. And thanks, girls. You have a good night. I'll put you on hold so you can thanks, listen, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. that sticks in your head and a song that you'll you know sing all day and as a matter of fact i'm singing with it but thank god you guys can't hear me you can only hear me. <laughs> it's, a ha- it's a happy 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 song yeah good <laughs> and she has such a mature voice yeah did you notice that yeah, she, does. she doesn't yeah. sound like yeah. she's 17 
Um, no. So that's another uh, good thing for her because it's a strong voice. And um, definitely want to hear more from her. So the next song I'll play is Be Strong. And this one was from Boyfriend Killer.
great song. If you really listen to those lyrics, there's a lot of encouragement there, and I can understand why the fan that she signed her autograph for would listen to that after going through what she went through. Oh, yeah, very inspiring for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I love the echo. Did you notice the echo? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I know. I was yeah, harmonizing that. It was great. It was more I of think, a, uh, a rockier song than the other song was, you know, more pop, I think, pop country kind yeah. of song. So yeah. she sounds like she can sing any genre of music that she wants to. Yeah, well, she's... did she say that she did a cover uh, for uh, Selena Gomez? Yeah. A cover song? Yes. Well, doing a cover yeah. song is very, very difficult to make it your own, so... That's right. quite an accomplishment, quite yeah. an accomplishment exactly. for a young girl. Yeah. Exactly. She mm-hmm. um, will go far along with her mom. I mean, there's just no stopping these two. And I love strong women, and these two have proven that's who they are, you know? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, they absolutely. They're going to make them on YouTube? Yeah, for sure. Are there, is her songs on YouTube, um, Pam? You know what? I'm not sure. Maybe you can ask her after the show. Um, okay. I would. You know what? I'm not positive. I'm not even going to try to answer that. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I can click over real quick <laughs> if you don't mind answering that question since you're still there. <laughs> Me? Yeah, I'm wondering. Should I hang up now? Like, you, I just. It was oh, okay. oh, you're <laughs> still. Are you talking to me? Oh, you're like, you're still there. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, wait, I'm so... Oh, how funny. You know, her songs are going to start being released now little by little because, again, the entertainment industry, the the music industry is so complicated that we didn't have all of our ducks in a row yet. Yeah. We already filmed the music video for Be Strong, and we just filmed the music video for I Got You, um, like, on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll start releasing some of the music now as as the as the movies become more popular, um, because that's how I'm starting to release the songs is through the movies. Because I didn't know how else to release them. Um, right. I haven't made any relationships in the in the radio industry yet, or, or with DJs or anything like that. So it's all a work in progress. It's the journey, like I told Taylor, one step at a time. Yeah, definitely, and get them on YouTube because that helps a lot with promotion. Well, yeah. we just started her Vivo channel, so that should be up soon as well. And not just for okay. her, but for Miguel Faza and Michelle Martinez. So the other artists that I have that are signed to my label, and we have recorded some really awesome music videos for all three of them. So little by little, I will be releasing singles of all of their songs. Yeah, so. stay posted to my social media because I'll that's, let you know. That's where they're posting <laughs> all the stuff, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you got my email, so just you know, give me a heads up, and I'll promote them for you guys. It's not a problem. I would love to do that. Thank you. Okay, so You're I right. guess we'll hang up now. Yeah. I really appreciate it. I have Taylor. I recorded Taylor's expression while she was listening to herself on the radio, and it was the cutest thing. So I might be tweeting some of that later. And I'll catch <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll be. So, we'll thank be you. you out as well. Yep. All right. <laughs> thank thanks. You so much. Thank Good night you. again. <laughs> Tag me in anything. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, bye bye. 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 Bye bye.
Oh, my gosh. Well, I figured I'd ask while they were still listening, so you know, I didn't hurt to ask. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight. It was a lot of fun, and uh, thanks to our listeners for listening in. Uh, be sure to follow us on, on Twitter at Take2Radio, and it's with the number two. Um, I'll go ahead and play the um, the track for that that tells you where to follow us and where to find us. But um, Take Two Radio crew is David, and Carolyn is why do I always forget? Barefoot blonde. What is five? Five. Five. Okay, barefoot blonde five. How did you come up with that? Well, I, well, I used to walk the beach almost every day, and <laughs> it's fun walking barefoot. And yeah, I meet a lot of a lot of nice people and. <laughs> do a lot of fun things and that's how I came up with it. Okay. Well it makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to do that walk on the beach every day. I mean, my gosh, what a wonderful way to spend your life walking uh, on the well, beach. As long as there's no hurricanes. <laughs> yeah. <know>. yeah. <laughs> so Thanks, everybody, again. um, Take Two Radio has been on an indefinite uh, hiatus, but, uh, you know, we've had two shows lately on this channel. Um, So every now and again we'll have one. I'm not back yet full time, but um, just watch for us, you know, on Twitter and Facebook and that, and we'll announce when we have a guest. But don't forget to also listen to Take Two Radio Soaps and Review on the second and fourth Thursday of the month. Sometimes with me, but mainly with David and Carolyn and Casey and sometimes Liz when she's not working. Um, And that's at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then also, um, as long as Michael's um, Internet is working because he's out of the country and so sometimes his Internet doesn't work well, um, you can listen to uh, Have You Heard, which is the latest in soap news, you know, who's coming, who's going, who's doing what, who has an event, an extra, you know, a role on another movie or something like that, and that's David and Michael do that together. Um, So that's the second and fourth Wednesday of the month at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So we're keeping our fingers crossed that this works out for next month. And that's it. Everybody have a great rest of the night, and stay safe and warm, and prayers to London uh, for all they're going through. And uh, you guys want to say anything? Um, uh, <laughs> it's been a great great yeah, show, lots of fun. And thanks yep. for inviting me, Pam. I appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. You're very yep. welcome. David? Carolyn, I would like to say... Um, in regards to Monday's show, I thought you guys were wonderful. I got to listen to it last night. And you, Carolyn, you were wonderful. Oh. I have to... <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And, yes, and Pam, thank you for. Pam, thank you for these five years. It's been wonderful working with you always. Oh, you're very welcome, and thank you for being with me all this time. And it's not quite five years yet. That comes up in November, but um, it's been great. Yeah, Yeah, it's been great. We've spoken to a lot of people, and 
And again, for our listeners out there, if you missed a lot of our interviews that we've done with a lot of the soap actors and actors in, you know, movies and TV and producers and directors and writers and authors and singers and, you know, you name it, psychics and uh, numerology and whatever, we've had everything. You can find it at take2radio.com. And, again, that's with the number two. Um, and you can also listen here on Blog Talk Radio at, for on any of the replays. They're up indefinitely. So uh, you have, you know, an hour or something that you want to kill and you're, you want to listen to your favorite actor, then, you know, pull it up and listen to it. It's really easy. You can do it. Um, not just those two ways, but also on the different apps that are out there, which I haven't mentioned for a while. So, David, there's Apple TV. You said it's on there, right? Yep. You, uh, it's on Apple TV. You go to podcasts, just like you would on your iPad or on your iPhone. They have the podcast there, and you just type in, you type it in on and then it'll come up, and then you can you can uh, play them right there. Okay. All right. Yeah, I don't have oh, Apple TV, so I didn't know that how that works exactly. But yeah, I'm glad that it's on there. Um, there's also um, iTunes, Spreaker, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, Stitcher, and there's other ones that. I don't have committed to memory right now. But remember, David, I was saying I was finding our show in different places (laughs) that I didn't even know existed. (laughs) So there's other um, companies like Spreaker and iTunes and that that pick up our podcasts that I didn't even know existed. So if you just put in Take Two Radio, you should be able to find us anywhere. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So, <laughs> we get around. <laughs> so, have a good night, everybody. Thanks again. We'll talk again soon. Good night. Have all. a good night. Get connected with Take Two Radio on Facebook or Twitter at Take Two Radio. For email updates on future shows, follow at Blog Talk Radio. For previous episodes, upcoming guests, and more, visit TakeTwoRadio.com.